Welcome back to the Scared Stiff Podcast. This is your host, Mike, and my co-host, Scott. How are you doing today, buddy? How are we going? You like that shit? Damn, bro, that one had signatures on it. You just dropped it on the hardwood floor, bro. What the fuck is You like that shit? You, <laughs> you like that shit? All, to all the people who are listening to this instead of watching this, he just removed like five masks, like a goddamn, uh, what's it called? The little teeny uh, Russian dolls. Yeah, I've been building this bad boy. When we went to Salem, me and my girlfriend both got matching masks. She got the NES one, which I'm glad she bought, because if she didn't, I would have bought it as well. Because <laughs> I saw this one, and I saw the one I showed before. I think it was like part six or, or whatever, maybe part five. And I'm so. like, hmm, I like that one a lot. It's blood, it's blood spattered. But this is really cool. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm going to buy this one. She goes, I think I might buy the blue one. I said please <laughs> we live together it's kind of like owning it but a little different please yeah. get it so i got this bad boy on it's pretty sick doesn't pertain to this film this is nope. based on the video game this film is the last one of our paramount 8 coverage for the friday series part 8 jason goes to manhattan jason takes manhattan oh jason takes me <laughs> yes. Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Whatever. Okay, so, the retrospective. <laughs> so it's certainly a movie. Yeah. With Everyone a runtime. Everyone hates it. Everybody it's fucking the, hates it. It's the longest one. Yeah. It feels it. It kind of shows. <laughs> it feels the longest. I don't know why. This movie's an hour and 40 fucking minutes. I, I remember I, I flipped the... I'm like, oh, I could probably watch both of these back-to-back. No problem. Seven and, and eight. I flipped over the eight, the case for eight, and I saw 100 minutes, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Why, bro? Why? Why is this so, so long? Nothing fucking happens for like 45 minutes. Yeah. We I'm exaggerating. Things yeah. occur, We've but none gone... of it matters through with a similar format for these quick carnages we've gone good things bad things characters blah 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 a lot of characters in this movie we're gonna do the implementation of the kill count in this we're gonna speed round it because a lot of fucking people die in this movie yeah a lot I, of these I literally deaths we're not even gonna remember i, I literally watched, watched it, today. it like today i literally i started it last night i finished it today honestly there's a good chunk of these kills you're gonna remind me happened yes. that i don't remember so the best thing in this movie to me to the top of my head that I think is done very well the opening with Jason coming back yeah I really like it as I think it's the best recap in the series I think it's done very well Uh, oh second best second best I would agree with the second best part two but I I think it's done very well I think the delivery of the actor is pretty good yeah I like the way it's told on a boat on Crystal Lake I think that's pretty cool I couldn't get it out of my head though. This is a little bit of a side note. We'll get this through this really quickly. I couldn't, I couldn't get it out of my head that for some reason the fucking actor who played that guy reminded me a lot Definitely of Baker Montgomery. Montgomery. I knew yeah, it. it reminded I me knew a lot it. of the same yeah. thing. I was there watching like, bro, what the fuck is the Red Ranger doing here, man? Yeah. Time travel now? Yeah, I was I was sitting there looking. I'm like, why does he look? so familiar I'm like yeah. oh that's right he's fucking red ranger and also whatever fuck he is on uh on um stranger things stranger things which he looks more he looks more like what his character looks like on stranger yes, things he does. so that's probably why it reminded me because i've seen pictures of him 
but yeah, I, I had to say that because I was just like, what the fuck, dude? It looks, it's just, it's really distracting. Yeah, that's one of the best things. I think some of the deaths on the boat are really well done. The I guitar kill. Everything in Manhattan, I don't mean Vancouver Hatton, I mean in Manhattan, Manhattan is really cool. Oh, so like the, the couple of pickup shots and the Times Square sequence? Yes. I think some of the Vancouver stuff is pretty cool. It's fine. It's it's like, I remember it being like a lot more obvious, like it feels like a set, but yeah. a lot of it does feel like actual streets. Yeah. But it, yeah, I mean, it is definitely not New York City. Yeah. Um, I like the you can tell, like when, Ju- when he fights Julius. Yeah. I think that's a very different cool idea. It's a cool idea. It's super ridiculous, but it is it, it's fucking cool. ridiculous. And execution is really weird, but yeah, it, it's definitely interesting because it's it, it's more of a confined space, and it's a maze, which makes the chase feel like something that would probably be more intimidating. The bad stuff. No, there's a <laughs> lot to go over. <laughs> Some of these characters are fucking so annoying. They're so, so annoying. A lot and of them we are talk boring. about cliche stereotype characters in seven these ones are fucking next level stereotypes most of the characters in eight i can't tell you their names and i just watched the movie it's not because i wasn't paying attention they honestly just kind of show up on screen and i a couple know lines die. two names julius three names rennie rennie and sean is that, honestly, is, that, is that the love interest? Love interest totally forgot his name he's kind of okay I mean, obviously, there's the uncle character, but I don't know the uncle's yeah, name. I, uh, McCullough. I only know that because Julius dropped that fucking hard-ass line on him. School's out, McCullough. Yeah. Fire. Julius is the best character in the entire movie. <laughs> he doesn't even have much character. He's a really good fucking character. I fucking love him, dude. I, I think the him. actor really sells all of he, his scenes. He is 100% the reason why that character is not memorable. It has nothing to do with any of the writing. Oh, 100%. The also the, the the boxing scene, but we'll get to that. Yeah, the boxing scene is. I think it's long, very yeah, long. Yeah, it, it could be trimmed down a little but bit. But the actor sells it with the punches. He does a great job selling the hits. I will say though, you could trim it down a little bit, but also at the same time, I do appreciate that it's longer and more drawn out to show the ex- level of exhaustion that he's getting from trying to I, fight. I will this man. say it. It does. But bug me a bit how he's not throwing jabs or like actual boxing yeah but that's a very minuscule thing yeah he's like he's literally just throwing of, hooks that's yeah. it but that's all he knows how to do I think the actor does a great job so that's not true because he does show that he can do that in an earlier scene because they yeah, set up his, his like boxing whatever. ability you just kind of throw punches at that I point. love I think, his I, hands I think just was, being bloody though it was probably like an like a, a one of the last days, and they're just like we're running out of money. We don't have enough film to shoot. Yeah. Just fucking do it. How are you gonna do it? We don't even choreograph this. Just fucking do it. <laughs> the head punch off is awesome. The shot yeah. following the head is great. Bouncing down the fucking building into a trash can, fucking funny as hell. That's really funny. There's clearly the problem with it being Crystal Lake in the beginning, and then ends yeah, up. Yeah, it you is. You could obviously... say he just went to a lake. You could say he walked there. Like, maybe he woke up and he's like, kind of smell some teenagers a little bit west, but you'd you have mean for to... Getting, you mean for getting on the boat? Or are you talking yeah. about the, the very beginning? I was going to say, because it says Camp Crystal Lake. No, no, I mean after, like, yeah. when he gets to the lake. Like, they just show yeah. him on the anchor. It could it not could be, be the lake, I'm just, but it's I'm, meant to be. You know it's I meant say, to be. I'm, I'm just saying, like, 
that's definitely you're giving them way too much credit i'm trying to make it make sense yes. um but yeah like it's very obvious that at the very beginning they're like this is like it looks like crystal lake it looks perfectly fine at the beginning those yeah i totally believe that and then we get to the fucking cruise ship and you're looking at it, it's like that's clearly like the mountains of canada yeah it looks like a fucking great lake you know this is not crystal lake anymore i don't know where the fuck you are but it's not crystal lake and also apparently crystal lake connects to the ocean interesting which is impossible for a lake yeah i mean it's, it's one of those things where it's just like this entire movie like the whole the whole reason this movie was sold is manhattan now we gotta figure out how to get jason to manhattan see i so. don't understand it because they show other times that jason will just follow fuckers all the time i kind of just wish like they did some kind of like a road trip movie instead of yeah because they could have edited that and made it so much quicker they could have spent more time i don't even care if they spent more time in vancouver rather than manhattan just like the fact that they're on this boat for most of the movie is really boring because the same fucking dude halls stalked over and over again so and none of the characters matter so it's not like we're sitting there watching at least good character interactions it's just fucking inane bullshit hear me out i got an idea for the end of the video but i'm gonna do it for this one instead of talking about all the shit in the movie because everyone does that watch the movie shit on it all you want it's easy but what would you do to make it go to manhattan I would have made it a um, because they're in Jersey. They're not that far. Well, Crystal Lake's in Jersey. Well, the first Crank Camp is in Jersey. Yeah, but yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be Jersey. Um, <clears throat> they're not that far from New York City. Yeah, they don't need to take a fucking boat ride. They can hop on a train. And theoretically, for runtime reasons, would be much shorter. You guys have cool sequences on a train, too. Exactly. Imagine, like, a scene. Maybe they wouldn't do this because it may be a little bit too ridiculous, but imagine a scene of Jason on top of a train. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Um, but I, I think that they could have done this in a train ride, and it would have been a much. Um, there was There'd be more dynamic setups for kills, in my opinion. And. Maybe not as much space to hide kills. You'd probably have less kills, which you should. There's because most of the kills on the boat are kind of just the characters you don't know or care about. They're, they're just kind of there because hey, all these seniors went on a boat trip to fucking New York City for graduation or something. Um, so on the train you'd have less kills, but maybe more impactful kills. And then we'd have more time in New York because obviously it would be Vancouver, but that's fine. I don't care. They're not going to shoot in New York. It costs too much money. Um, but I think that would be a better idea. I think the boat idea just gives them too much time to waste instead of really getting to what we want to see. I have a great idea. What's I think that? that's great. If I was going to start it off, I want to start it in the same exact position with Crystal Lake, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of it just those two fucking around... Those two are on their boat, but they're part of, like, a, a grad party. Yeah. So, like, you know, you got to think of what's the end game? Why does he want to go to New York besides just following people? Yeah. Tommy is going to be the reason Jason's so fucked, right? Mm-hmm. Give him a vendetta. Go to New York because maybe Tommy is telling a fucking... is, is writing a book 
and he's doing his first book signing in New York. And Jason hears about it on like a fucking radio when he wakes up and he fucking starts slaughtering these teenagers on on fucking whatever. Yeah. And like, say they they still have this party. They're in. Hey, yeah, tomorrow we're gonna go to New York or whatever. Start it off, fucking kill some of these teenagers, and they run away. He hears about New York and he he tries to go there. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this kid for good this time. Follows through with some of the teenagers you set up in the beginning. They're fucking traumatized, but they don't know that he's following them. Because he hears about the party, they're going to New York or whatever. Follow these teenagers, meet a new group of people, meet new Tommies, pretty much. They go to New York, any way you want, train, great idea. Following through at fucking, from caboose to caboose, just killing off people in different ways. Yeah. Obviously in the first car, you have your fucking heroes or whatever, your, your two love interests, going from the back, working all the way from the front, and as the killing happening, whatever, have it take about an hour and a half or whatever. Get to New get to New York, have the scenes that have whatever scenes with Tommy saying, like, oh, is the Jason character real? Because that's some stupid shit they would do in a movie. Like, is this all a make-believe story? How much of it is fabricated? So have it end with these characters finally meeting Tommy Jarvis, and then he's in front of a big fucking podium or whatever, and it showcases Jason, and it's the big fucking reflection of like, oh shit, that motherfucker is real. The ending? I came up with this on the spot. I don't know the fucking ending. That's not my problem. That gets me from point A to point B. I like all that. You have to you have to drag back someone to play Tommy Jarvis again, but I, I, I like that idea just because, like, hey, Tommy Jarvis, man. He's, Tom Matthews. He's the fucking Laurie Strode at this point of the, yeah. of the franchise, and, and you, it should, builds you new, should do more with him. It builds new characters, too, to follow. Like, that's, that's kind of the thing to me that's bewildering. It's like, I guess... In their mind, six wraps up his story. Yeah, in some ways. So they're just like, well, why would we bring Tommy back? Which I understand to a degree. But if you're not gonna bring back your best character, create characters worth watching. Yeah, maybe bring back Tina. Yeah, that'd be sick. Have him th- have have him throw down with her again in uh, in Manhattan you could be lit. with Tina as well I, I just think yeah. with Tommy it's easier because Jason has a very pinpoint vendetta yeah of course and you know I, I think that that would be a cool idea that they could have done that's only for if you have to take him to Manhattan I'm not saying I'd pitch this movie like this is how we do it boys I would say, I would still say like because like unrealistic they're not gonna they weren't gonna obviously they didn't care enough to try to continue anything with Tommy Jarvis mm-hmm. but if they wanted to do Manhattan they could have made this a much more enjoyable experience by having the journey to Manhattan be a lot shorter. And just having a more interesting... More, more in Vancouver. Yeah. In Vancouver, Manhattan. Um, and having your, you know, your big centerpiece moment of of uh, Times Square, which it, the thing is, like, that's that's a scene that this entire movie is sold on. One scene. And it doesn't happen to the last 20 minutes of the fucking movie. I also just think it doesn't help the fact that they're on a boat and it's not like a cruise ship. Yeah, it, this it, is like it, a fucking rundown boat. It man. looks like like inside when you're when they're running around inside, like some of it looks like a cruise ship, but it's, but like it's a the cru- top. Like yeah. we've been on cruise ships. There's no yes. fucking cruise ship that's gonna it, look it, like that shit. It, it's considerably smaller. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and they're playing fucking shuffleboard on them. <laughs> they're they're shooting fucking clay pigeons. They they allowed these teenagers to have fucking guns on this boat, yeah. bro. What the fuck? 
I was sitting there watching this and I'm just like, what fucking school would do this? Well, for, first off, what fucking school would fund these people to go on a fucking cruise to New York City? It must be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, our, our, we had archery equipment at my high school and they wouldn't fucking let us use that. Much less guns, for fuck's sake. Um, but, you know, whatever. Who cares? This is the least of this movie's problems. But yeah, the biggest problem with this movie is the fact that just fucking nothing happens. That's interesting for 45 minutes of a 100 minute long film. We always say the biggest sin in a movie is being boring. Yeah. And, and that's boring as fuck sometimes. Yeah. There, but there are sporadic moments where it gets interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. why like, I look back on it more fondly when I think about it. Because I'm like, well, there's also good stuff you guys aren't remembering. But yeah, if you remember, think about it in a grand scheme, it should be more memorable. There should be more things. I remember seeing so many people dunking on this movie, saying like, "This is easily one of the worst, the, like the worst uh, Friday Thirteenth movie." And it's like after watching Forward and seeing Part Nine, it's not even close. It's not even close. Part Nine is one of the most unenjoyable films I've ever seen in my life. So I can't agree with that. There are and there are characters in this, unlike that movie. There are characters in this that are actually fun to watch. Nine only has one character I like, <laughs> and so, he makes no sense. So, we're gonna go through the kill count like usual. Yep. We're gonna yeah. speed round it because I probably there's, remember it. I'm just gonna there's so there's off. so many there's so many kills, and so many of them are so unmemorable that I don't know how we're gonna talk about them. I agree. First death, Jim Miller, the dude giving the backstory. It's pretty cool because yeah, he gets stabbed like with it. a harpoon gun without the harpoon. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll give it a seven. And a half. Yeah, it's fine. Seven point five. Okay. Good. Next one, the girl Susie stabbed in the chest. Mm. I I like it. I like the build up. I like the ending. I like the chase. Yeah, I like the chase to it. I think it's a it's a good opening kill. I'll give it a seven. As I say, I, I would go probably seven. Yeah. Uh, JJ Jarrett bashed in the head. Who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like it down, dude. I thought that, is that on the boat? Because I thought the first person who dies on the boat was the girl with the, the guitar. That right. kills lit. I don't give a shit. That kills cool. Yeah. I, I wish I wish you saw the impact a little bit more. Yeah. But it's cool. And later on in the movie, when they reveal her body, the effect for the the, the head crush with the guitar looks really yeah. good. Yeah. So. I didn't know that she had a last name. I'm like, wait, JJ. Okay, sure. sure. Yeah, I couldn't fucking remember. Honestly, yeah. when you said that name, I'm like, who the. Fuck the last name fucked it up. All right. Yeah, no, she's. I, I actually like that kill. Rating. I mean, she's she's a nothing character, but uh, for this movie, seven point five. Yeah. Next one, boxing guy sauna rock through chest. I fucking think that's pretty sick. You don't remember that? I remember the sauna. I don't remember that kill. Holy shit! It's pretty fucking cool. I think Sound, the effect is sounds good. cool. I, I totally I'm totally blanking on that. Because I remember, I distinctly remember the sauna scene. I know because I remember watching someone yeah. die. I just don't He's remember talking, the actual He's Julius effect. or whatever, and this fucking yeah. Because because it's the guy that that Julius whooped his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck man, I, I can't remember. I can't. I can't even rate that. I don't remember it. Just give me an idea. The idea of a fucking rock being pushed through someone's chest is pretty sick. So I'll probably say seven. Even eight, because I think I remember a little bit. It's like. Yeah. All right. I feel. I feel almost like bad talking about this shit because I don't remember it, but it's like, I can't Speed help it, Speed round. Tomorrow, <laughs> like, the bitch girl, mirror shard. I, I like that one. Okay, what do you got? Oh, I like that whole scene. Yeah, I do too. I'll say eight. 
I really like that scene. I don't like the scene before it though. She's a bitch. <laughs> I really don't she, like her. Yeah. I really don't like that character, and I don't like the blackmailing stuff. But I that kill is really like her getting like slammed into the mirror. Yeah, you're right. Eight is like, fair with the mirror slam. Yeah, it, it's it's really strong at that point. It's very very vicious. So I, I'll give that one a number high six. Chief Engineer Jim Carlson stabbed in the back with a harpoon. <laughs> six. <laughs> Fine, six. I'll give it a six. I don't. I, I straight up don't remember that at all. Admiral Robertson's throat slit. Oh, that sucked. That kills terrible because they they do like a slow motion to kind of like show you like the cut more, but no blood comes out till the very end of it, and then they cut instantly. Yeah. That 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 kill sucks. Like a four. I'll give it a four. Fuck that scene. I remember watching that scene. I'm just in there like I'm wait. I'm waiting for the blood. I'd to give it a three if I didn't like the guy enough for like the, the narrative behind him. Yeah. And I think the narrative helps it a little bit, and I'd also give it a four for that reason. Yeah. Uh, Eva Watanabe. It's the girl that gets strangled at the fucking dance floor. <laughs> so the kill itself is bad. Is whatever. It's funny as fuck though. Yeah, the whole scene is hysterical because she's just running around in fucking circles. He's ter- he's teleporting around like fucking Batman. Yeah, and this is the worst for the teleportation. It's so big. And also, again, like I brought it up before we started recording. Why the fuck are the doors chained shut? He teleported and chained them. Apparently, apparently they got teleported. But the thing that does actually like a little, like, it's going to give it like a half point is when he fucking drops her. So funny, dude. He's so funny. <laughs> he just, he straight up fucking just, he, he dude, the only way hurt. it could have been, you know that hurt her. Yeah, the only way it could have been worse is if he literally fucking slammed her down on the ground. Because right, he, your... he absolutely fucking just drops her. Give me a rating. Fuck. 4.5. 4.5? Yeah, the only rating. Fucking re- 8, bro. No, dude. The rest that that, that <laughs> sequence, like that sequence, is so fucking bad. It's, it's so, so bad, bad, but it's like so. It's funny. But don't it's get so me like, funny because it's bad. If I'm looking at it just from like a, a perspective, of like is the sequence biased? It's terrible. Biasly, yeah. I'd give it like an Enter- out of seven because it's fucking hilarious. Entertainment wise, sure, I'll give it a seven point five. Yeah. But like as an actually executed scene, it's fucking awful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> next step, though. Ship crew member accidentally shot by Wayne. I was laughing my fucking ass off when that happened. Because because he has a fucking oh jinkies my glasses moment before that. And I'll say this though one one cool scene about one cool thing about that scene is he uses the focus of the camera as like an eyeglass. That's yeah. kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Whatever character, but give me, give it to me. Five, whatever. Yeah, fuck that. Guy. I I laughed. Six. It was funny, but it's just a six. It, oh, I enjoy it a little. It's bit. a it's a shotgun shot that barely has any blood. It's whatever. I give it a six because the humor sends it a little over. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But Miles Wolf thrown onto a weather vane. <laughs> Again, it's hard to rate that because it's so dumb. Because he he just again he just straight up fucking he doesn't even climb the ladder he straight up just teleports behind him and grabs him by the foot and throws him on the fucking weather vane like he's not climbing that ladder bro <laughs> like he makes not a single sound and that motherfucker's beefy man he's gonna make some sounds when he's climbing that ladder and there's no way he's gonna be that silent so he just straight up said he's dead I'm at, he, the he man just, is dense but he's hollow he rolled up and was like I'm apparating up this ladder bro. I'm a Death Eater. Give me, give so, me a number. 
Fucking, I don't know. Five point five. It's okay, it's a I'll dumb it kill. A four. If if we saw more of it, I'd probably give it more. Number twelve, deckhand. Axe to the back. Three. There you go. Three out of ten. Oh my god! I hate the name they gave him. Number thirteen, rapist gangbanger. Number one. Does he get a needle through him? See, I stabbed through back with a syringe. That's pretty cool. Yeah, fuck that guy. It's give pretty it cool. an eight because I fucking hate him. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty cool. That's one of the more inventive kills. Number fourteen, rapist gangbanger. Number two, very different than the first one. Head smashed into a pipe. Love that. I love it. I was just looking at it, being like, "That's that's how he died." Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was satisfying to watch. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was just like, I, I I watched it, and when he fell down, I'm like, "Is he dead? That yeah. that's dead. That's dead. Okay, he's dead." Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Whatever. That's fine. Number fifteen, the saving grace. Julian head punched off. Ten out of ten. <laughs> No, it's probably it's probably realistically like eight point five nine. I'll give but it an eight. That is sometimes that is the best like kill in the film. Sometimes the I best like kill it. Sometimes I don't. I I love it's it is. I'm not gonna lie. A good chunk of the reason why I like that kill so much is because of the fucking bounce down the building into the trash can. That shit's funny. Oh, hundred percent. I agree. It's hysterical. Also, again, like you, you said before, like the the fight itself, like. The fight, it's not like it's a, it's a well like, choreographed fight scene, but like the fact that they do actually have the attention to detail to show that he's fucking destroying his knuckles on that mask and the sound design for it, actually. So, it sounds like he's punching a mask. Yeah, it, it just so. sometimes I feel like the fight drags on too much. It's a little much. too long. And then other yeah. times I'm like, no, I think it, it's necessary. It, it's so cool it, to show the exhaustion it, level, It's depending but. on how I feel in the day if I'm going to like it or not sometimes. Yeah, I like that kill. I like Julian in general. Yeah, Julius or, is great. Julius, Julius. Number 16, police officer, killed off screen. Zero out of 10, killed off screen. Yeah, whatever. Also, funny, he's he's credited as Irish cop, <laughs> despite despite the fact that he has very clearly a Canadian accent. <laughs> what are you about to do? <laughs> what are you about to do? Yeah, I, I can't remember what, what he said. I just, I remember I was watching it today and he spoke and I'm like, oh, he's totally not hired from Vancouver. Like, he's totally not Canadian. What the fuck? Number 17, the good teacher killed in the car explosion. The fact that you said the good teacher and didn't give me a name says at all. Well, I don't know it's, her it's name. Colleen. She's, I just wasn't going to give the name because you weren't uh, going to remember it. She's a nice character. I like her, so I'm yeah. sad that she dies, but yeah. I, I, I'm always down for a good car explosion, so it was okay. Yeah, you were like a 6.5. 6.5, 6. 6. 5, okay. I'll give it a 6.5. And then the boy, McCullough. Drowned in the fucking the waste. <laughs> that shit had me screaming, dude. I was laughing my ass off <laughs> because I'm like, this is what their idea of New York City is. It's just it's just vats full of toxic waste just sitting there in the fucking alleyways, man. That shit was pretty. I'm not gonna lie, I really like that kill. Like it's kill. it's disgusting. It's I, disgusting. I give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. It's fucking great. It's right behind Julius's yeah, death I for really me because like it, it's kill. just it's just like it's super duper like. It's really gross to think yeah. about. It's really oh, gross. Dude, so I'll back I that. totally forgot number I forgot fucking Wayne's death. Where he gets electrocuted. That's pretty cool. I like Wayne as a character, actually. I think he's pretty good. I think they make him likable when his friend dies. Yeah, he's and a likable like, enough character. And like obviously he gets shit on by the bitchy girl, so they he's the only yeah, real he... endearing character in this movie. So I like him. 
Yeah, he's fine. When he dies, but, I feel bad about it. I'm not like over here like they killed Wayne. I'm I feel like, I feel uh, I feel a little bit bad about it too. But the kill itself, like him just being straight up on fire, laying on top of the fucking panel, is pretty pretty cool shot. I, like I think it's kind of dumb how it just fucking falls on the panel. Yeah, it, I think the effect it is, is cool. It is quite ridiculous. <laughs> uh seven. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a seven. Number 19, the dinner cook thrown into mirror. It, it, it's more so like the stunt itself is really like it, he sold the, sh- the yeah. hit pretty strongly. Seven, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I don't think he's dead though. Ooh, the last one, the station engineer in the sewer, wrench to the head. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's silhouetted. Although I'll say the actual selling of the hit to the head looks pretty bad. Okay. The silhouette of it. Sure. But I do like like the blood spatter in the wall. I like the concept of the kill. It's just I think that it's it's definitely the you can tell like it's like oh yeah we're definitely not hitting you in the head. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's fine though. Six and a half. Six. Okay. Jason awesome. turned into a baby. Twelve out of ten. I was just again like that. The, the, that subplot sucks. I that, that ending subplot. made me laugh so fucking hard. I was laughing so hard at the end of this movie, man. The subplot like, is so it's dumb. ridiculous. And like I remember, I was talking to you about it at work at one point. I'm like, oh, maybe it's maybe he doesn't actually turn into a, a child. It's like a um, you know, he's actually an adult, but he's in his mind reduced to a child but no he's literally a child because you see the character react to it so my thing is you see Ren, uh rennie the entire movie visualizing him okay, as a child. a child yeah so you don't see it from sean's perspective so i could picture him actually being dead but rennie sees him as a child as a way of coping with everything going on is Maybe. that head cannon? Yes. Yeah, but her visualization of him as a child is not the same as the one that he is at the end. Because he's not disfigured. Well, maybe that's how she sees it. Maybe she thinks it's better if he gets like a happy ending like that instead of visualizing him being fucking dead. Yeah, but it's it, it, because again, like, she it, doesn't it's know what he looks like that, disfigured, though. anyways. This is her idea. Yeah, I know. Of what I'm he just looks I'm like. just saying that like her vision of him was a disfigured kid. Yeah. And if she's creating this vision of him as a child in her head, you would think that he she would maintain that because there's nothing indicating that she would want him to have a happy ending. There's nothing indicating that. No, that's it's fair. Just, so it's like I, I think that I think that <laughs> that's he's actually fair. I think he he's actually the only teacher she liked. Yeah, I think he's actually supposed to be a child in that sequence. He's absolutely supposed to be a child. Or, I am just saying. or what you're saying is the case. The filmmakers and writers just did not know how to fucking do that. Yeah, they didn't. They definitely didn't try to do that. So, I'm just saying, if you want to be, I mean, you can connect those dots pretty easily and say that that's what it is. But they don't do a good job of explaining that because nope. they don't know how to write. Nope. <laughs> so, um, it's a lot it of would be it would be much smarter if it was what you said, yeah. but it's not that because they don't convey it that way. They yeah, definitely they are like, hey, this. Audience. This magical toxic waste totally reduced him to being a child. Next movie, not a child anymore. So, you know, shit happens. I guess. Paramount I guess it eight, wore off. Paramount Eight ends pretty much here. Yeah. Nine is very different. It's in a different world. If you ask me. It, it's just funny that the original franchise ends with him as a fucking child from Toxic Waste. Yeah. 
That's really funny. Radiation, maybe. Yeah, it, that's really funny. That that's that's like you think about how like the original franchises for these characters ended. You know, Freddy the, the franchise for Freddy. Freddy's dead at the end of the franchise, so he's toast. At the end of the franchise for Halloween, he's if you want to talk about consistent franchise, it's six. Because, oh, you consider that the end of the franchise? I because, Resurrection. Because H2O completely reboots and, and just, just absolutely ignores a bunch of the sequels. So from that like original franchise, including two. Pipe beating. Yeah, he he's he's alive though. Yeah, because Loomis screams. If you unless you're talking about the producer's cut where he's still alive, but he just gets away because of runes. For some reason. But like they're all like they, they they either live the fight again or there's a definitive this motherfucker's dead maybe I'm wrong though I haven't seen Freddy's Dead in a long time and I don't want to watch it again ever uh, but like there's a definitive end or he lives the fight again Jason's just a fucking child yep <laughs> weird just it's just really weird because when, when they go to New Line it kind of feels like a different franchise at that point it is if you really so, ask me it's it feels completely different yeah, even though technically it's not, but it, it feel, sure fucking feels like it. So that's so, kind of funny that that's that's where Paramount's like, yep, that's we're calling it quits. He's a baby. Is where, <laughs> this is where we're calling it quits too. This is the <laughs> end of our series. This is the end of the Friday run through. We've done one through eight. The Paramount eight that covers it. Fuck nine. We don't need to cover ten or Jason X. Maybe another time. Freddy versus Jason. I guarantee you, at some point we're going to cover. Yes, but. Now we're going to lead into the next segment, which is... Do you want to give this a number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 5 out of 10. 4.5. Uh, uh, 4.5. Yeah, 5 out of 10. It's a bad fucking movie. It's a really bad movie. Do you like this there's, less there's, than the original? You gave the original 5. Just going to say that. Mmm. Mmm. So two scores, objectively four point five. Enjoyment factor, I guess a five point five. I like this slightly more than the original. We are the the lone survivors of the shit on the original camp for this franchise. I do not, for the life of me, after rewatching James, understand the adoration that that movie has. Yep, I agree. At all. If I gave it a, a yeah, five out of ten. This movie, there's some more fun to it than people remember, but there's also a lot of reasons to dislike it, realistically. Again, again, the sin of being boring is worse than being bad. Being, like, outright bad. Yeah. I'm trying to think about it, like, perspective-wise, because 9 is outright bad, but it's also boring. Yeah, I mean, that's unequivocally the worst movie. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking, I'm like... Nine's not boring, is it? No, okay, it's boring. Yeah, no. There, there's some stuff in Nine that I like, yeah. but it is overall the worst movie, bar none. Yes. So, I would say Jason X is a bad movie, but it's fucking funny. Yes, it's fun. So, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that over Nine. The next segment we're going to talk eight. about is rounding up the Friday films. I want you to give me a list from favorite to least favorite. Oh fuck me! Just the Paramount Actually, Eight. Let's go least favorite to favorite. Just Paramount Eight. Just the Paramount Eight. Just Paramount Eight. Okay, so it's the original. This is my least favorite. Yep. Eight. Oh, fuck. 
I feel like I'll be really mean saying this, but three. You like three less than five. I had a good time. I had a really good time watching five. Hmm. I was kind of like, hmm. eh, during while I'm watching three. Like I, I was like, this is okay. But I wasn't like, I was not having a good time as much as I was during five. Five, I was objectively five is a worse movie. Don't get me wrong. Like five is a way worse movie, but I enjoyed my time watching five a lot more. So three, then five. Four, seven, six, two. I would say fucking one aye, aye, aye. eight five three four two seven six okay I think that's how my uh, my score would go see so I'll, I'll, I'll specify though the disparagement in quality between eight and three is quite large so yeah, uh, like yeah, technically yes, that's my my third least favorite. But like, it's the difference of like a seven <laughs> to a four point five. I think you so gave like, three a six. I, I would probably that's probably reasonable. Six six point five is reasonable for me. But like even so, like that's a pretty decent gap. Yeah, it's two points. So I would genuinely, I give it a higher score. I'd say I give it like a seven. Maybe seven point five, but you know. Yeah, it just didn't connect great. to me. It, didn't, it just didn't connect me with me this time while we were watching it. But again, like my my I, my opinion on three fluctuates. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh no, this is actually more fun than I remember it being, and then I'll, I like this time I watched it, I'm like this is not that great, but I also had like this part about it and this part about it. So. So, I have a, a serious question to ask, which means I definitely have to not look like a fucking moron all the time. So, we're gonna go back to one bad boy here. This is the big question I want to ask you. We have the ongoing legal battle between Cunningham and Victor Miller about the Friday rights, and it's why we can't have a film. Mm -hmm. They resolve the rights. No problem. They figure it out. They both say, we both suck ass, but this is how it's considered, blah, blah, blah. We cut a deal. A Friday film is going to come out. What is your pitch for that film? Obviously, you know, on the spot, don't try to think too hard. Just. I know what it would be, but in this era of revisiting old franchises, it feels really um, derivative. Because in my, uh, I would love to see Tommy Jarvis back fighting Jason again. But it would kind of feel a lot like, hey, we're getting a new Scream movie where Nev Campbell's coming back to fight whoever the fuck the killer is this time. We have a Halloween franchise that's going right now where Laurie Strode's back again to fight Michael Myers. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're bringing Sally back. Exorcist is having at least one of the main characters from Exorcist come back to deal with three different Exorcist movies. So it would feel like it would be quite derivative of that. So I don't know if I really want to commit to that idea, but I know that they could do it, and Tom Matthews would still be able-bodied to do it. 
if they wanted to do it with Tom Matthews or 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 you know if they want to use Feldman, Feldman um, if, if Feldman would be open to, uh, Feldman would be open to it yeah um, if they wanted to use Feldman but I think the problem is is that Tom Matthews is probably a more iconic version of the character at this point and you know no offense to Feldman but you know he's he's more alluring to me as a fan at least than seeing Feldman back in the role but that would be my 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 original pitch the thing that I've wanted to do for a while was I've wanted them to do a sequel with Tommy Jarvis conversely though separately from that if I wanted to pitch a second idea that's not as not quite as derivative I guess I would still like a sequel to the to the remake okay if for no other reason than I want to see um Derek Mears back as Jason. Even if oh, fuck it, I mean they don't have to re- they don't have to sequelize the remake to do that. They could just have him be yeah be the be him. But if anything, I will say this: no matter what movie they do, I really want Derek Mears back as Jason because I fucking love him as Jason. Fair. So I'll say that that's probably the most concrete thing. Even if they do the Tommy Jarvis thing, I would like it if Derek Mears was Jason because he's terrifying. What do you do? I have it two parts. I have... Also, I, also, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you because we talked about this before. I would hire, uh, I would, I would actively like to see a female direct it. Yeah, because I, think I would fair. like to see what that movie I, looks like. I would like. do it in two parts. I have it structured. I would have it a two-hour film. I would have it long. I know it's kind of tough with horror being two hours. This is a revitalization of the, of the franchise. It would have to bring it back. Yeah. I would have it the first half of it, or the first maybe third of it is going to be a camp slasher. Teenagers, probably a smarter bunch of teenagers, obviously. Not counselors, but kids. And, you know, it starts off, Jason's... I don't know how you bring him back, because I wanted to tie into the original Paramount 8. So, I don't know how you have to fucking make that work, but you bring him back, and it kills him all. He goes around on a killing rampage kids survive but they escape they don't kill jason they just run away and escape and they can feel this overlying presence and they know he's gonna go and do more so they have to find a way to deal with it so they go around and they try to look for like people that have let like found jason i know it's it's kind of sounding like fear street don't get me wrong it's about the same thing but it's gonna get into it but it's the easiest way that I want it to bring back not just Tommy Jarvis, but I want to see finalizations of certain characters. I want them to go to an institute and they find Chris. She's gone fucking crazy. She can't deal with it. I don't want to ruin this for you, but this actually sounds a lot like the sequel trilogy. For? Where you have these new characters that are being brought into this world and the way that they're being brought in and taking the audience on their journey is by revisiting all these characters from the past franchise to kind of see where they're at in life and also yes. use them to figure out the big overarching storyline of the movie. I just wanted to finish off characters. But not trash. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to finish off characters, and it's going to be one self-contained film. It's going to finish off, yeah. we're going to see what happens to Chris. She's gone crazy. Can't do shit with Alice, she's dead. <laughs> in the inkling of hearing Jason again kind of almost tunes her senses back on being like well there's still more to do but she obviously can't get out of the asylum or whatever that fishes off her character right well wouldn't it be kind of cool if they pulled a t2 and they busted her out 
No, I think it would make the film worse. It would be dumb. It'd be but cool. It'd be, I, I think that'd be really funny. It'd be cool, cool, but like it'd be tough. You go over, you find they they look up Ginny's name. It's the only character who they can't find because she's smart enough to be off the grid and not be foreseeable. And like, okay, we can't find her. We knew that there's possibly another survivor with Paul. He can't be found either. Cool. They look up Tina. Tina has dealt with the trauma. She's gone with it. She lives with Nick, whatever. They, they can't help if it really comes down to it. Like, they have someone to talk to about, like, how did you deal with it? I have psychic powers. Well, that's not really going to help us. Thank you, though. Yeah. And, like, with her dealing with her trauma, her powers, finute. They're gone. It gives her a reason not to come back into play. Yeah, it's like uh, like Clark Kent on uh, Smallville with the crate. I don't want to compare. Yeah, exactly. Matters, so she's her. She's finalized. She can't come back. She has her happy ending. That's cool. Um, the only character they go back to that's really willing and helpful is Tommy. They finally meet up with Tommy. He says, "Listen, I've dealt with this. I'm prepared." It showcases he's married to whatever from Part Six. Megan. Megan. That's cool. And it introduces maybe Tommy as a son who's around the same age as the kids. Be kind of funny if he was a bit of an asshole and very the opposite of Tommy. And he's like the bad boy of the group. I think that dynamic would be pretty funny. Like, yeah, I don't get it. My dad's a fucking dork and I don't like him that Because it's going to be Feldman. I want Feldman to come back for it. Oh, I was going to say because if you brought Tommy back, it would be so worth it to see him dust off the fucking cool ass jacket he wears in that movie, man. I think it would be funny if Feldman does play off like this. And dust off the jacket. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be tough with it being Megan or whatever, but... Yeah, that's the thing. But you don't have to show her as much. Just like, yeah, whatever. It's my wife. She's out or whatever. The son being, like, the badass, very different than the father would be cool. Obviously have moments where Corey Feldman looks like a fucking badass and just beats in this Jason. But you also have to talk in about why this Jason is a fucking monster. He gives background, but instead of re-showing old scenes... You have new shot scenes with Derek Mayers playing Jason, reliving the shit that Jason's done with new angles. It's just very much played. You have the same locations done, like the same camps. That'd be so fucking inventive in such a good way to bring back old history, but do it new. Have all that. Have it a big discussion. And have the reason they couldn't find Ginny is because Ginny's been, like, helping with, like creating like all this background knowledge getting more on Jason finding out ways to take care of it and then they just all come together and that's that's how it goes on from there I don't know how to fucking end it you know I got this is on the spot again and I this is just fucking my idea but it's pretty it's pretty it's still a pretty cool idea though although I would say that a studio would be very hesitant to do it just based off the fact that the idea would be wrapping it up with a bow and they're like well we want more movies but I think you could do more of it I I would say you can continue it in a Halloween way probably kill off Tommy probably have Tommy's son go on if you want to maybe you can continue you introduce the other protagonists you could bring them back for other movies after introducing yeah. them again to the I audience. I think that's that's really the kind of crazy thing about the about the Friday franchise is that people don't come back. And that's why I love to speaking. have finalizations for these characters, but like you know, other than Tommy, 
Chris is in an asylum, right? So... Most likely. That's how that character would end, and maybe she'd feel defeated that she can't help. Say Tommy dies in this movie, have Chris come back in the next one if you wanted to. Or maybe the spark of talking about Jason gives Tina back her powers, have her come back in the next one. You can have sequels for all these individual characters, but have it tied into the same franchise. It does so much for building a future for these films. Yeah. It could be cool. I think it sounds like a pretty cool idea. idea. It's such a fan fucking fiction type of way of doing it. Yeah, but really, if you think about it, it's not really that unrealistic considering the landscape that we're in right now where we have a fucking Halloween movie coming out this year where we have not only do we have Laurie Strode back, but we have fucking um, Tommy Doyle recasted. That's why I want to too. It'd be smart because all these films are good. I think think the nurse is back too. You should take implements from these films that are good and put it together. Looking for a hero, like in Fear Street, bring that over. Having a protagonist that was popular in the first film and having their descendants like Halloween, that's a good idea. Bring it over. Setting up and bringing characters from the past and having them in from like the sequel trilogy, that's a that's good kind of, idea. That's but kind of the nice thing, though. Building a future. The nice thing about that, too, though, is that unlike Halloween, they don't reboot their fucking continuity every five goddamn seconds and bring back old characters to, to, you know, try to tell a different story with them like they have with with Laurie Strode for the fucking second time now. You know. Most importantly, we reference nothing past the Paramount 8. <laughs> well, we don't reference Part 8. You could get past that. I feel like it's disrespectful. If I was making the movie, I would have problem, Rennie... I'd be, I'd be worried that you would have to explain things. You would. And you would halt the film to explain something in a movie that was ineffective at explaining itself. I think that's a bad thing to do. I agree. I would try to have to find a way to make 8 work, though, is my thing. I, I wouldn't want to be disrespectful and say it's just parts one I mean, through seven i guess they can sit there and be they, if they talked to rennie they would be like she would just say yeah you know i had a vision when the toxic waste hit him and i just assumed he turned into a she kid. was on heroin true say she's on or whatever fucking or, heroin. What, or whatever the fuck they gave her say fucking i was on her i was still drugged up from the movie and sean told me that he washed away with the chemicals we really never found his body yeah, maybe, that, I guess. That's easy enough. I guess you could do that. That's if Rennie's in the movie, though. You know, like, you I would know. have Rennie go through with it. I, I feel like you can't put... I feel like you can't put too many of these characters in that first movie, though. Because I feel like I would just... agree. I would stick to Tina, Chris, and Tommy. Because Chris would be a, a split even, second. Even cameo. not even having Ginny in there if you don't want to. I think it'd be cool. If Referencing of, her is important. A lot of the um, information they get came from Ginny. Like, she provided the information somehow. Maybe, like, she kept catalogs of books because she became a psychologist. Maybe they do a post-credit scene. They tease her showing up as, fuck, yeah. like, fucking Green Ranger in Power she, Rangers. She's, like, the oracle of this fucking universe. I just think it'd be cool if they got the information from her and they reference her because she's a smart character. But yeah. the characters I would bring back are easily Tina, Chris, and... You fucking, can't do you can't do this without, Jar- without Tommy. And Tommy. I think you can easily set up some characters to come back in a sequel. I, I think, think it'd be wild. I think having it would be so wild. Many characters, it'd be smart. I think it'd be wild if instead you had Ginny, Chris, Tina, and you saved Tommy for the sequel. 
I think they could to open to because you can end a trilogy or say, say like a trilogy or a duology with Tommy dying but taking Jason with him. You could. But you can't do that in the first movie because the studio is going to be like, "Hey, more money, please." Yeah. So if you did if you if you saved that I would cool. have to- I mean, teased Tommy throughout the movie. Technically the Halloween hasn't the new Halloween movies haven't come out. I'm sure yeah, we, we don't know what happens with that. I'm sure what I would want to do is how it's going to end for them. I'm assuming Lori have, dies and kills. I would have Jason so. kill Tommy and have Jason or Tommy's son get revenge. Yeah, I mean, I'm but just I'm assuming sure that's I'm, how it's going to play out in the Halloween movies. I'm going to assume in Halloween. I think that I think I think Lori doesn't make it out of kills. So. Yeah. So I think I, I think Lori doesn't make it out of kills, and uh, what's her name? Allison is the one that's going to take down Michael. Yeah. So that's I probably going to piss off a lot of fans, but I think it, oh. it but it narratively makes sense. That's yeah. how I would She's do old, it, bro. If that's the easy way to do it, maybe I don't know. Do it a little differently. Have everyone work together. I don't know. This is my pitch. I don't give a fuck. I would do it like that. Yeah. If you really want to make it fucking crazy, you can bring them all back by the end of it. Have Tommy die in the last one, and have all these fucking women just fucking gang up and jump Dude, on it's, him. It, it's just like fucking Forever Red and Power Rangers. Literally, <laughs> and, and like you have Tina, like all of them are just like fucking throwing shit at him or just beating him with hammers, and she's like, "Yeah, well, like I can fucking." create fucking this crazy shit to just attack him it's like oh you beat him with the shovel that's great i just psychically fucking picked up a giant tree and threw it at him or some shit yeah i, I do think that you would run the the danger of it becoming a little bit too ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. but i love but the idea I... of throwing a giant tree and like you have just like tommy with like a shovel like that's not fair like <laughs> <laughs> she just lifts up a fucking van and hits him with it yeah like like, everyone here is, like, fucking Spider-Man, and she's just one of the X-Men. They're just like, you, you can't, that's not cool, dude. Like, you're showboating. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, it's, it's like he's right about to kill Tommy. Yeah. And and Tina just fucking hurls a boulder at him and fucking yeah. just absolutely splatters him. And Tommy's like, you couldn't have done that five seconds ago? It was not like an Avengers movie, actually. Don't do that. I would definitely have cameos in the movie of... Definitely Kane Hodder as a character that isn't Jason. Yeah. Um, but maybe if you could have the other living Jasons too, that'd be kind of I would cool. say it'd be kind of cool to have them kind of, you know, just show up, even if it's little teeny bit parts. You know, like, oh, one of them's pumping gas or something, or one of them's, you know, a cop. Yeah. You know. I cool. think it'd be cool if you had Kane Hodder play like Jason's dad. But he doesn't oh, plays, actually, plays Elias. But he doesn't actually weigh into the story. He just plays like a dad that ran away, and that was it. That's the entire character. Doesn't fucking impact the movie. Yeah. I don't think he'd be old enough though. It's a flashback scene. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, he wouldn't do it in present time. Yeah, I was gonna say like he's he'd definitely be way too young. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would just have him be like the dad. And... Yeah. I don't know if you'd have. You might. It'd be cool if you had Alice pay, uh, play Mrs. Voorhees. Because, like, the actress played oh, Mrs. Voorhees. Oh, yeah. I find that stuff very, like, very difficult to swallow, though, in franchises if you're maintaining continuity. Mm hmm. Because, like, uh, one of the things. Put her in makeup. I just mean, like, you know, have the actress in like, there. Like, what's her name? Um, 
EJ Souls is in Halloween 2018. Linda from oh, the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she, all she does is she voices the teacher in Alice's classroom. So you can't tell it's her. Yeah. So that's not bad. That's That would be one of the things I would see like Adrian King doing. It's like something off screen. Yeah. Auditory. Maybe she's reading something. She should be something. in it. My or thing maybe is she's like, a radio. Have... Maybe she's a radio host in the car or something. Like, like my thing is like, who do you have play Betsy Palmer's character and it isn't Betsy Palmer? That's the thing, though. It's like you also have to ask the question: Does do we need to show Pamela in this movie? Maybe not show Pamela, but I'd like to have a scene where Kane Hodder is the dad. Yeah. Maybe not have anything impactful. Just maybe they tarkin her. Yeah, I don't know. They wouldn't have the fucking money to do that. I wouldn't do that, anyways. I would just not show her face in, in the film. Yeah. I mean, they they re they've recasted Betsy, Betsy before, though. I mean, obviously. Yeah, Betsy, but I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the, the actress who plays her in, it, in um Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. But like, I, I'm not saying I'm saying it's not impossible. If you recast her, it has to be something that matters. Like, it has to be someone that has some weight to the franchise. In my idea, like in my eyes. Like, if you had to be Adrian King, I think it'd be fine. Maybe she looks different enough than she did in the first Friday. Style yeah, her you, hair different. You would, you would have to do a lot of alteration to her, in my opinion. I would agree. But I, I, fan, fans will see her and say, oh, look, it's Adrian King. Yeah, maybe. So I, I feel like I feel like people are going to look at it and be like, uh, why does why does Pamela suddenly look like Alice? Yeah. So I, I feel like that's the kind of the problem with, with Long if, if this was a remake... Yeah, you know, or but reboot. it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I'm saying, like, if you put her in a reboot and made her yeah, Pamela, it's different easier. story, completely Way different easier. story. Yeah. But now, but yeah, you I just wouldn't show her. I wouldn't show her face then. Yeah. Have her stand in. Yeah, that'd be fine. I think it'd be cool to have a visualization of scenes where Jason goes through, and like I said, you you go through past scenes of Jason killing people with with mirrors as Jason or whatever, but it's shown from Jason's eyes through the yeah. mask and like they show him from a kid or whatever through his eyes it's how you see Kane Hodder as his dad just leaving yeah. whatever no explanation no story and just I think that'd be cool it'd be a great way to see like not new footage in a way of these past movies but shot now yeah fresh new looks it'd be cool most of these like you could easily do yeah so that's how I would do it I dig it I'm trying not to plan out a, a series because it'd be like I, I said one movie. It's kind of tough for me to be like, oh yeah, you do one. You're like, I would do this. How about you? Re- well, I have a saga written out. Like, I think re- I think realistically though, if if your idea was taken as like say a treatment, they would take that and say, okay, so we're gonna take films. this and we're gonna make it into three movies. We're gonna split these plot points up so that it's not all in one movie. Yeah, for and sure. I would justifiably want it in two. At least, like maybe have. A, yeah, they'd overextend it with three. It'd be a Hobbit trilogy situation. Like I would at least do the first one, maybe like a camp slasher. Keep it fresh. Have the ideas where they learn about Camp Crystal Lake, maybe in the first one, and they do shit like that. Second one, they they go through and find out the the fucking returning people or whatever that get yeah. mentioned in the first film in like news clippings or some shit. Third one. Such big showdown. Dies, big showdown. Obviously not the most story-driven one, but the finale, so. 
yeah, it's a battle of the five armies, but not shit. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. I mean, I, I don't think it. it's going to happen, but if they were going to do it, it'd be great. Well, I'm st- it still remains to be seen if we're ever going to get a fucking another Friday for 13th period. I don't care. I, hey, I know dude. Corey Feldman said that they solved their shit. I doubt it. Hey, dude, this is all hypothetical. hypothetical. I know. It's just I like, don't it's just fucking like... think within the next five years they'll solve it. Lucky if it's with it. Uh, Sean Cunningham will be fucking dead by the time we get another Friday, Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, I, I don't know. Man. They'll both be dead. I don't, I don't think they're ever going to stop fighting over this. I don't either. I think that's a good place to end it. I think that was a fun way to finish it off. Stop talking about party and talk about something enjoyable. Part, how we would <laughs> contribute, what we would do next. Yeah. Um, this has been fun discussing all the Friday Thirteenths. I know we, we created a lot more uh, work for ourselves by deciding that we were yeah. going to do these quick carnages. I'm really but... excited to not do this. Before. Yeah, I'm excited for us to not do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had a but lot of fun. yeah, I, yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time revisiting some of these. Um, I'm excited. That, I was excited to ask this question too. I, I mean, sh- it out. straight up, the, straight up. I think the only one that actually made me angry that we watched was the first one. I mean, yeah. like eight, eight's annoying because it's really dull at times, but like five actually frustrated me because I'm just like, I see so many people being like, the first one's like, actually, like, it's, a, it's a really good murder mystery. It's like, it's really fucking not. Yeah, <laughs> it's I pretty agree. bad, actually. Um, so it, it, that was almost frustrating for me. It was just like opening my eyes <laughs> to, to, to a movie that I thought I enjoyed and realizing this is actually really bad. So yeah that was that was fun to, to experience and understand now that I, I can change my ranking for the franchise it, it's actually been really cool to look and see like four drops so far yeah and two skyrocketed back up and and seven jumped up i think the only thing lot. i'm disappointed six. in is that we can't cover it after us like i had so much fun talking about this franchise and talking about these films it's like this has been great but it's over now <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only thing we would be able to do is cover the remaining films, and one of them, at least, it's at over least, now. At least one of those I don't ever want to talk about again. So. Yeah. so, yeah, it's been a great retrospective. I've had a lot of fun, and yeah, I'm hey. I'm completely content though to to move on to something different. I, I am too. And that different thing is going to be Nightbreed. Nightbreed by Clive Barker. And that's just going to be a first-time watch for the both of us. We're definitely going to watch the director's cut. Yeah. If I have time, I might try to watch the theatrical, but I'm not certain. I might not, just based off the fact that I have to watch it with ads, and that shit gives me an aggressive. Yeah, I'm just... So It might be tough to fit it in, but we're definitely going to cover it. We both haven't seen it. It'll be a fresh watch, and it's definitely going to be interesting, and more importantly definitely a change of pace it'll be fun because the next month and, and continuing on for the rest of the year so far it'll things will be a bit more varied yeah you know we're not we're not doing an entire franchise you know we started off the whole well practically started off the whole podcast on a review series of yeah. the different monsters and then we took a break from that to do birthday shit and then friday now we're doing friday we did friday we did eight friday movies so now it's nice to be able to just say hey you know, this fun. week we're going to do Nightbreed, and then this week we're going to do something completely different from Nightbreed, and then we're going to yeah. do something completely different from that. So it, it's it's night is going to be nice to have more varied content again. You know, as much as fun as I had talking about Friday the 13th, I love watching these movies. 
yes. even even the ones I don't like, I like at least being able to talk about them. And uh, so I, I like doing the series, but it's going to be cool to be able, to, especially because I think two two of the movies coming up that we have because we have most of the month, if not all of it, planned out. Yeah, two of them are first time watches for both of us. Yes, and that's really exciting for me. So I'm really excited about. And that. if we have it the way I think we're going to go, it's probably going to be one first time watch for me and one first time watch for you for the other two. Yeah, but we're not set in stone on that, but. For sure, next one, Nightbreed, and I'm very excited. Hyped. Been wanting to watch that for a while. So, thanks for tuning in to the retrospective for Friday. I know it's going to be a bit of a bummer people don't watch this because it's been a lot of fun for at least this one. I know if I saw Friday Part 8, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, yes, dude, let's get into it. But <laughs> this is a lot of fun to talk about. The retrospective has been great. I've learned a lot of new things about some films. I've had a lot of fun talking about some films. And the ideas we've just flourished from these movies has been crazy to think about. So. Yeah. I hope you had fun listening. I hope you have fun continuing to listen. And we'll catch you in the next one with Nightbreed. I'll see you later.